Welcome to One Last Late Night Talk Show with your host, Clayton Young. Yes, of course, I'm coming out once again to a song. Thank you all. Wonderful, wonderful. Magical, magical, really. I couldn't think of a song this time. I couldn't think of a song this time. I was hoping that it would just come to me and the song would flow out of me. But now the music has happened and the opportunity has ceased. It has passed. There's no chance now for me to say the song. And that's perfectly all right. Look, what is going on? Let me explain. This is one last late night talk show with I, Clayton Young. Clayton with a key. Young with a ye. That's right. That's me. It's a very exciting show in its entirety. And let me explain the exact premise to you in a quick little blurb that you might see on the back of some sort of a hard cover or soft cover if you are so financially inclined. One last late night talk show is I bring on guests from all of time and space to the end of reality, to the end of time, and I interview them. It's very succinct, actually. When I just put it in those simple terms, it's very clear about what's exactly going to happen. But what we do on top of that is we'll play some games, we'll have some chats, we'll play some clips from their lives and learn about their inner souls and whatnot. And who exactly am I to be the one to be doing this? Well, I am Clayton Young, you see. Ki-yi, that's right, that's me. I'm a being who exists beyond all space, time, reason, and consistent voice work. And it's, uh, you know, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun altogether. I should probably introduce my co-host with least most, uh, my uh, Andy Richter, as it were. Please welcome Tent Brantley. Yes. Do not applaud for the man, for he has arrived out here. It looks like he was fixing some sort of ceiling fan. He's on a little step stool with his arms outstretched, doing something into the ceiling. Perhaps fixing a lighting bulb, I am not entirely sure. It's interesting. It's actually pretty interesting that the step stool came with him. Usually he comes just kind of alone, but he's got a little step stool. It's kind of a little cute little thing. If you could step down from there, Tent Brentley, and just make your way to your own little corner, that would be wonderful. Now... What you've all been waiting for, as is talk show, late night host tradition, is for me to do my opening monologue. It is time for me to muse on the news. Blackbeard was decapitated this week at Maynard's Bow, ending his reign of tyranny. On one hand, the pirate's ruthlessness and brutal naval control led to the freeing of a lot of people on slave ships, while on the other hand, a hook. Child's joke, I think, in its entirety. Cancer has killed Jack Ruby, has killed Lee Harvey Oswald, has killed John F. Kennedy, has killed it on the links this weekend. This president is surely going to be remembered for his backswing. (laughs) The SWAT analysis was created this week, and what noise analysis enthusiasts are already calling threat. (laughs) Y2K has come and gone, and thankfully the only affected appliance in Australia was bus ticket machines failing to print the correct date and time. Says bus ticket machines, you think this is bad, just wait for Y2K. (laughs) And of course, final joke of the evening, thank God we got this far. The telephone booth was invented this week in what people are already calling. Thank you, that is the end of the jokes. Play this song and we start the show. One last thing I touch you, one last thing I touch you, just sit down and discuss the news, play a game, get interviewed, sing a song to barbecues, watch your clinics on review, one last thing I touch you, it's not right now. Welcome back. 
It is I, Clayton Young, back out here to welcome on our first guest for the evening, and I've just done this again. Blasted all to hell, I just did this in my last recording, and I feel like a fool twice over. Producers, feel free to cut over this. I do need to ask my next guest exactly what their name is. We are currently experiencing technical difficulties. Welcome back. Hopefully my producers cut over that um, brief stint of... Uh, <sighs> Uh, honestly, egg on my face. Honestly, egg on my face. I can't believe I've done this two weeks in a row. Please welcome out our first guest for the evening, and perhaps only guest, Tammy! <laughs> Take a seat upon one of my couchings. You seem to be entirely amazed at what is b- occurring before you. Thank you so much for having me. It's so lovely to be here. <laughs> wow. And a real live audience! Yes! This audience is boisterous and ready to applaud at a moment's notice. Notice, notice. Please applaud. <laughs> applaud, audience. Applaud me. Ah, oh, thank you. You fit in here very well, Dammy. You seem to be accustomed to the um, acclimities of a late night talk show at the end of reality. Oh, I have hoped for this moment. <laughs> You've hoped for this exact moment? Uh, or some iteration of it. <laughs> yes. Oh, Thank you, everybody. <laughs> you are someone who seeks the starlight. You, you might say that. <laughs> Please let me give you an uninterrupted 30 seconds to explain your entire thing. Well, everybody, my name's Tammy, and I've been in the Big Brother house for as long as I can remember. <laughs> wait, what do you mean? Time like disappears a... when you're in wait, there. Wait, hang on a second. Were you born in the Big Brother house? Well... No, obviously not. But you know how people say they can't remember a time before something happened to them? Yes, I've had amnesiacs on the show before. I can't remember a time when cameras weren't hidden around. Oh, okay. And that makes you excited? It really does. I get to see real people. I get to see you. You are not a voice. You are a human. No, I'm a real person, despite what some podcasters may claim. I'm a real human being. I, or I non-human. Playing in front of me. What was your original pitch to get on the Big Brother? Like, did you have some sort of tragic backstory and pierced? I mean, you said you do not recall. Well, um, I, bu- I believe that my mum said that when she was six, her um, goldfish died. And... It has passed on generational trauma. I believe we have a clip of your entry into the Big Brother house. This, this, uh, the tip. Hello? Uh, yeah. Hello? Yeah, hey, sorry. <laughs> Usually talk, just talk into the camera just about your, um, about your trauma and whatnot. And we'll, yeah, we'll record it. Oh, um, well, hi. <laughs> My name's Tammy. Just to the trauma. Just to the trauma. We don't care. I'm- uh, when I, when my mum was six... Make it sadder. Younger. Young, it's sadder if it's younger. When my mum was six months... Oh, there we go. Her goldfish passed away. Make it big, bigger animal. Nobody cares about goldfish. I'm thinking dog. When my mum was six... Months. Months old... Yeah. The sheep on her farm... Oh, devastating. Passed away. <laughs> oh, that's hot. Um, and that was really sad because we came from a... Farming family, or she did. I wasn't born when she was six months. No, you were born. But you were born. Sadder if you're born. Yeah. Okay. I was born, and I felt her sadness when I was little. (laughs) That 
her sheep had, had died. Yeah. What about like a natural, like a naturally occurring hurricane? The sheep died in a naturally occurring hurricane. Oh, <laughs> you are speaking. You, you're pulling the words right out of my mouth and spinning gold. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, what about the sheep liked another sheep and and had a broken heart when a hurricane came through and killed the sheep with the broken heart? Sad sheep, relationship sheep, tornado, hurricane flows through, problematic sheep perishes. Mother sad, six months with you. I'm loving every single step of this process. I love it. I love it. Give everybody names. Give me a bunch of names. We'll see what sticks. What names were you thinking for this one? Well, my mum, when she was younger, was called Little Bo Peep. Gross. Because she loves her sheep Gross. so much. Gross. I don't like that. I don't like the nursery rhyme angle. I'm thinking something like Madonna. What if your mum's Madonna? Okay, my mum's Madonna. Yeah. Yeah. And she found it really hard because not only did her sheep die, but she had to deal with sexism in the industry. In the, in- in the industry. You're finishing, we're finishing each other's sentences. Don't you? We're like a part of this together, you know? What if I was there? Yeah. And what if I was there too? You were there. Yeah, because then like, hey, you know, Greg the producer, he's, you know, he's below the line, but now he's on camera. Now Greg's like a part of it. What if I was there? Did you nearly die in the hurricane? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess sometimes when I'm giving things to people to say, maybe I pull from uh, my my own. Maybe you were going to buy the sheep that died. Yeah, actually. Um... And then you couldn't buy it anymore because it, it died. It's dead. It was June 2nd when it happened. I went into the sheep shop and I uh, picked out the the fluffiest one I could see. And how was I to know that they were in love with another sheep? How was I supposed to know that? A young boy. And I looked up to my mother, six months old, as old as I've ever known her to be. And she was encouraging me, like, no, take it. Don't worry. It'll be fine. And I don't know. Look, I didn't mean... I didn't I mean took to the bring sheep. up anything I took dramatic. It. I took the sheep and then I went outside and there was a hurricane and the sheep was freaking out because it didn't have its friend. It didn't have its pal. It didn't have its soulmate. And then the hurricane <laughs> Oh God, you've opened me up. You've opened me. You're a monster. You're an animal. I'm you just sorry? had to get everything out of me, didn't you? You had to dig. I didn't know I was going to start the floodgate. This is why... Reality television is bad for people because people who are recording it are always the victims. Every single time. And I believe that was the clip. It looks as if you seem to have ruined that poor man's life. I I, I didn't mean to. I mean, it did seem like you did poke and prod. I don't want to play, you know, sides or anything. It seems like you are. (laughs) Well, it kind of does. Yeah, it kind of does. I agree with that. You know what? No, I'll side with you. You're in the right. You're my guest. We'll play. We'll play friendly for at least a, another ten minutes. Very good. Very good. Thank very you. Very good. Very good. Very good. It's interesting. So this industry's, you know, chewed you up and spat you out in its entirety. But you said you were so f- happy about it. Well, I just feel like the way that I can pay tribute to my mother mm, is, yes. um, but is by um, continuing. Um, to be famous like she wanted to be. You are living vicarious. She's living. Vi- oh wait, no. She wait. So hang on. 
I'm, think, I'm misconstruing the uh, fake story of Greg's sheep relationship with your actual true narrative. What did happen to your mother? So, so my, so my mother passed away. Remember oh, yes. when I was six oh, months old? Yes, and she died in a hurricane. I've, I'm entirely. I, Greg <laughs> is a storyteller. I'm completely taken away. I was swept away by it. What happened to your mother? She died. She died of heartbreak because our fi- our fish died. Oh yes, the fish. Of course, absolutely devastated. And to have that ripple on. Fish dies, she dies. Who died from her loss? Generational trauma. Oh, generational trauma was then brought into it. You bestow that upon mm-hmm. your child. Do you have children? No, not not as of yet. I've I've got to work on myself and and my constant desire. For I wasn't pain. going to say it, but yes, I think you should work on yourself before you have children. Oh no, I've gone and said it. You've you've let me know your thoughts. Yes. Here's the thing, I've had a lot of guests who I don't think should have children, and oftentimes I do not tell them this, and I'm always happy when we start playing clips and I learn they do not have children, because it's like, whoo, that is, uh, that's something I don't need to bring up in conversation. Society thanks them very much. In entirety. If you did have a child, what would be the thing you would want them to be? You know, you know, sometimes you like, you imagine yourself being the mother or father or whatnot to a child who is a astronaut or fire person or a bricklayer. I think that I'd want a child who's an accountant, but then yes. maybe on um, weekends they could be a drag queen. Ooh, two professions for this individual. So then I'll let them express both sides of themselves. See, this is the real problem I get when you go into a uh, office where somebody's trying to tell you how to live your life. Is in entirety. They will say, here is one specific career path for you. When in actuality, yes. we often live the lives of at least 20 different people over a week. And I don't believe that an accountant is just happy being an accountant. No accountant is. Not a single accountant a is happy. We know this to be true. They, they might be happy during the week, but then on, on the weekends, they need a release. So they dress up in sparkles. Are you are you an accountant? No. I just I just know a lot of them. All I've ever been <laughs> is a reality TV star. You've only ever been a reality TV star. So when it comes up with your name, yeah. and sorry, I've forgotten your name. What's your name again? Maddie? Maggie? Tammy. Tammy. Very close. Tammy. 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 Let me say it three times to remember it. Tammy. Tama. <laughs> Tamo. Okay. Tammy. I now can recall it. When when your name comes up in the little uh, Chiron, in the, that's what it's called. It's the TV term when you have like a thing pop up on a screen. It's a Chiron. There's a trivia fact for you in your future. Oh. When the Chiron comes up and it says Tammy and it says age, and I shall not say your age or guess at it, but it then usually says somebody's profession. What's in that gap? Reality TV star. <laughs> it just says reality TV star. Mm-hmm. But once you are eliminated, then uh, wait, have you been? Did I drag you from the Big Brother house? Yes. Oh, yes. I've completely skipped over the entire point of this. Is that you're currently presently within the Big Brother? What is the storyline that's presently going on? Well, I I believe that I am going to be made the villain. Yes. Well, it seems like Greg's got it yet. cut out for you. Yes, I'm not. I'm not yet being the villain, but we get shown the ads ahead of time. Yes. And the ad says, what did she do? And then it has a close-up of my face. So I think they're going to make me the villain. Well, I believe we have a clip of one of the ads. You may think you know the real Tammy, but in entirety, she is something else. I 
didn't do anything! She said she didn't do anything, but that's not what her eyes say. Two years ago, Tammy was a small town office clerk, and now she claims to just be a reality TV star. What happened to your past, Tammy? Can you keep a secret? I don't remember my life before now. Tammy! Is she a liar? Or is she another amnesiac? And I believe that was a clip. Wow, that was a full-on attack hit. And you say you um well you won't see because we're on a podcast, but I don't know what you're talking it's a late night talk show, no idea what you're talking about. But yes, continue. Oh. They they do they do a close up of my face. A very uh, honestly, in that shot, way too close up. No no offense against you. It's just I think nobody's skin looks that good when you get that close. Yes. Yeah, like it looks like like a, a Mars rover shot. Everybody's nervous when when the close up is that much. And this is what happens. It's Ted Brantley over here to come up with the camera and you start zooming in. And it's like, what are you doing, Ted Brantley? Stop zooming in on our guests. Yes. Like right now, right now, he's in a far wide. He's doing a landscape shot for some reason. I can see him because he doesn't know how the zoom works. So often, like he's up there in the rafters right now doing a landscape shot. And it's like, we're all the way down here, Ted. What's the, what's the point of this? Come back. Yes, come back, Ted Brantley. You got up there on the scaffolding. Get down. Use one of the ropes. Now mind when you don't be careful with the ropes. They're full of sandbags. If you grab one end of it, then your weight will. Oh, okay, he's fallen. He's fallen. He's heavier than a sandbag. You see, so he's he's fallen down. Should we check that he's okay? No. If he does perish through a workplace accident, then I think I'm out of contract. And you and you would like that? Yes, of course. Actually, between you and me, if we could be um candid, can I be candid with you? Of course. Yes. I think. Tonight's episode might be me trying to get rid of Ted Brantley. Oh. It seems like... I thought you two were the best of friends. How? Why would you think that? You've been on here for oh, like 10 minutes. <laughs> what a wild thing to think. I hate this man in entirety. I cannot stand him. But listen, you have connections yes. to this Big Brother house. Yes. I imagine they are full of lawsuits and other controversies and whatnot that seems to keep happening and the show continually comes back onto the air. I need you and your information to supply me with information that I can kill that man and get away with it. So tell me about the safety on set. Well, I can sh- I can tell you that um, there's a part of the the bathroom, yes. just underneath just underneath the window, and a little bit to the left, where that's like a black spot, and no cameras can get to that. So you are saying I should need to find a black spot within this very studio to do very much the same? Yes. Wait, what do you what do you do in the black spot? That's not for PG rated television. Oh, okay. I was about to cut to a clip because <laughs> you mentioned that. <laughs> I do not want to know no longer. No. I mean it's a bathroom, I suppose. No. Yes. Okay, now I understand. Yes. I thought it was more like, you know, orange is the new black and you're sn- smuggling in cell phones or something. Oh, I should actually do that. Ah, uh, yes, I suppose you could. Uh, let's play a game. Let's play a game. Get up out of your seat. Let's play a game. Come up on here. We're going to play a game. Yes, yes. Cool. <laughs> Watch my dress. It's quite short. Okay, so here's how it's going to work. This game is called... Uh, left... What is rest? Left, what is rest? Yes, it's called left, what is rest. So all that you okay. need to do is say what is left and what is rest. 
So I'm going to give you some okay. nouns. And when I say a yes. noun, you're going to tell me which one feels more like it goes on the left and which one needs to take a rest. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Perfect game premise. Ah, uh, scout. Well, that's clearly rest. Of course. Flour. Left. Corn. Rest. Mayonnaise. Left. Crew. Left. Oscar. Rest. Icon. Left. Carrier pigeon. Left. Tooth. Rest. Crowbar. Left. Bar crew. Rest. Benoclava. Left. Barcelona. Left. Caribbean. Left. Cabonara. Left. Carabina. Left. Sabrina, the teenage witch. Ooh, what a good show. Um, rest. Please do not. The game is now over because you failed to declare left or rest in time. Please go back to your seat. That is actually the first Sorry. failure we've ever had on one of our game shows. Absolutely appalling. Absolutely appalling. You don't appreciate commentary? I appreciate commentary when it is necessary, such as Mystery Science Theater 3K. Or that would just be a bunch of robots sitting silently watching old films. What would be the point? Now, it is time for us to cut a break. Are you ready to cut a break? Yes. Should I, should I stay here and see you after? Yes. No, no, no. What we're going to do is we're going to wave... And Tent Brandley, who is, uh, he seems, he seems okay, I suppose. He's gonna, he's gonna zoom out as we wave and then the crowd's gonna kind of, you know, we're gonna do like a proper, we're gonna cut to break. Can you manage okay. that? Yes. All right. Begin the waving procedure. We'll see you after the break. And welcome back. I'm hoping you enjoyed your ad break. I'm of course here with Tammy, who is still just so excited to be here. What a joy to have inside the lounge. We are also... Coming close, audience. We are also secretly plotting this episode to finally get rid of that conniving piece of... Uh, I don't know what insult to even throw at this man. Tent Bradley! We're going to figure out a plan today and we're going to try to extract him. Okay? I think perhaps the best thing we can do, though, is to just continue on with our conversation and hope something comes to light that might supply me with information of how to get rid of him. You did mention this dark spot within the bathroom. But I think perhaps a yes. better well is understanding your relationship to other people within the Big Brother house. Did you have some sort of friend? Uh, I, ha- I had a friend, Gary. You had a friend? Yes. What happened to this friend? Gary was voted out. Gasp! Explain. Gary told too many dad jokes. Oh, <laughs> Gary Fupa. And Gary showed me some memes, and so I think the Big Brother producers found out that he must have been getting them off his phone to show me. Um, and as you know, you're not allowed to have your phone. How did they figure that out? I mean, you, it's not that they solved it. It's not like they went, oh, he must have printed this, he had a printer. If he's showing you it, he's showing you it on the phone, right? Yes, but I, I'm not sure because we would go into the black spot. Oh, yes. the Orange is the new black, black spot. Orange is the new black black spot. That's very fun to say. It was like our our meme spot. So our meme meeting spot. Of course. Our meet meme spot. Our meme meet spot. Well, see, oh, you found your own little thing to say. Well, look, this may be a black spot for the Big Brother clue, but do know here we can show any clip from any point of reality in time. So it might be good for us to actually show a clip of you and Gary interacting. Yes. So please play the clip. (laughs) Look at this one. Look at this one. Hang on, hang on, I, I, I don't get it, what? Yeah, okay, so it's a duck, and also, like, duck? Oh! Like, get out of the way, because the duck's coming. 
you know? And you know, just while we're at it, autocorrect, it's never duck. I'm never trying to write duck. Yeah, just while we're at it, just while we're at it. <laughs> you actually really, you should do like, has anybody ever told you that you should do like, like you should go out on stage. You should say this stuff. You think so? Yeah, of course. I mean, I'd show up. I'd be in the audience. I'd be clapping you on, you know? But I'm I'm not funny. What what if the, what if people get drunk and they heckle me and they're like, get off! We've seen that meme on the internet. Well, you know what? If they start heckling you for you showing other people's content, then I'll start heckling them and show them my content. Corn being my left fist and tent being my right fist. Papow. Thanks for doing that for me. I'd do it anytime, anytime. I'd actually like. Don't tell the... I mean, we're in the black spot, so we can talk about anything, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, I've killed a man before. I've killed, like, two dozen men with my fists. Like, yeah. Like, I'd do it anytime. At all. Like, I'm always on the razor's edge of murder. Like, anytime. I'll do it for you. I'd drop the hat. You could be like, this person pushed in front of me, and I'd be like, pow, dead. You know? Um. Gaz. Yeah? <laughs> Gary. Nickname, Gaz. G-Man. <laughs> Tam. I am... Um, uh, Gaz. I am... Um, should... Sh- you just made a murder confession. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, we're chill here. I, You know, I support your things, you support my things. You know why they call me Gaz? Why is that? Because that's where I did most of my killing in the Gaza Strip. Uh, that's clever, actually. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. I, but you should put that in your act. You can have that. That's a that can be a tiny original. You know what? Yeah. Sh- should I, I was gonna vote to save you. Yes. But I think that sh- should I vote to vote you out of the house so that when we get Mind out, games. you can come and see me on stage. Oh, so I can prep your career from the outside. Yeah, I mean I I don't know what the outside's like. Because I only remember being in here. Oh, because you have big brother onset amnesia. Yeah, I I guess so. Yeah. Look, that's devastating what's happened to you. That's devastating. And it's so difficult that now that you've forgotten all of your past, now you rely on me so much for everything. Like, it's so convenient for me. I don't know. It's crazy how that happened to you. I think my brain must be going a bit strange because I I would swear that you just said that you killed someone in the Gaza Strip. (laughs) I did, I did completely. Like I'll admit to it. Even if you're like forgetting or whatever, I'll continually admit to it because that's who I am. I'm gas. Okay, I kill people. I admit to it, and I get away with it too. I'm on TV at the moment. Are you kidding me? Me. Ah, oh, I don't we're regret in the it. Black spot. I don't regret it. What did you say? Yeah, we're in the black spot. Yeah. If you go out there outside the black spot and you say that, they'll probably stop the show and arrest you. Probably, yeah, but that's why, like, I'm, I'm cool about it. I only give little tips off to it, you know? Like, they'll be like, oh, look at that murder of crows. And I'll be like, yeah, I could murder some crows right about now. Are you kidding me? I murdered somebody on the Gaza Strip once. And <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like subtle. You're brave, Gaz. I am brave. I am. You know what? I'm going to kill somebody in your honor tonight. That's not, yeah, that's not necessary. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to get up right now. I'm going to take that in stride and I'm going to go murder somebody tonight in your honor. That's really not necessary, guys. Tammy, you are something else. You're a tall glass of water that I'm ready to drink down to get down my 
medical pills that I must take to keep me sane. <laughs> hot water. Hot water is crazy with a pill. That's how crazy I am. I'll have hot water with a pill. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm insane. <laughs> you know, when I take pills, I don't even need water. Whoa, you take them like in the movies? Yeah, I'm like a demon. <laughs> Whoa, Tammy, that should go in your act. You think that's funny? I think everything you say is funny, Tammy, but do know I am clinically insane. Hey. Yeah. Can I tr- can I try out a joke on you? Yeah, do it. Show me it. Go for it. Ready? Yeah. Why did the chicken cross the road? Oh my god, you're breaking my mind. Why? To get to your house. Hey. <sighs> knock knock. <laughs> who, who? When? It's the chicken. <laughs> Oh my god, Tammy! Oh my god! Two people! I'm gonna run a two people for that one! You're so funny, I can't control my hands anymore! <laughs> and I believe that was the clip. Wow, okay. Um. Hang on, we, we didn't show that whole thing, did we? Well, just now we did, yeah. We were discussing it, yes. Is this show on delay? Or, can, like, can we cut that <laughs> it's out? It's on delay! If it's on delay, we're at the end of reality, Tammy. Like, if it's on delay, nobody sees it. Then it's just gone. Like, it's either now or never. But you probably put Gaz in jail. What you have experienced. I don't want to downgrade your entire deal or who you are as an individual. But do know that you exist in a point of time that is so minuscule in comparison to the grand vastness of space. So honestly, no shame to Gary. Sure, maybe what he did was horrific, but in terms of, like, stars blowing up and killing thousands of planets, I mean, it's pretty small in the grand scheme of things. If you insist. I mean, you can still be upset about it. I'm not saying that you should react in a specific way. Well, I just don't understand. There, there are times when I pledged money to the children's hospital. There are times when I pledged money to, you know... Africa. Is this all you did in the Big Brother house? Play, I don't understand why you have to play the one time that my one friend in the house <laughs> admitted to killing people in the Gaza Strip. Well, it's, it does seem a little bit showy, though, because your your only memories are that inside the Big Brother house, and you keep making pledges to different charities without any remembering any of your past. I mean, it does seem a little bit showy to keep making pledges on a reality show. I mean, good on you altogether, but... I think that I need to shine my light onto other, others who are less fortunate. Yes. So I do that by pledging money to charity. And you, what was your intention of voting out Gary? I, I wanted him to come to my show. Oh, you really did? I thought there was like some sort of, I need to get you away from me. But you're, but you're okay with him being a murderer then? Well, I wouldn't say that I'm okay with it. But, you know, we all live differently and we all have our demons that we have to deal with. Yes, I suppose. These are his. I suppose. And you know, it it wasn't a problem until your producers chose to play his confession <laughs> on, on a live It's still a problem. Show. It's still a problem. I gotta say, just because it's behind closed doors doesn't mean it didn't happen. Well, no one like, knew this about is still it. On we, you. we talked about it in the black spot. No one would have known about it if you didn't if you didn't play it. He said he murdered a bunch of people. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know how you how you got the recording of it if we were talking about it in the black spot. Well, we have, we have control over the entirety of time, space, and alternate realities. I can put a clip from who knows where, whenever, when what. So even from, like, 
Jerusalem in Jesus' time? Yes, I suppose. Before cameras were invented? Yes, before camera. I can show you a clip of the start of reality, where my brother-in-law plays a talk show there. Wow. When our whole universe was just a dark, dirty space? It was actually pretty bright. A lot of people know really? that. Yeah, because, like, what was stopping the light? Oh, good point. Yeah, like, once you have, like, was... one light, there's no atmosphere, so it just goes forever. It's very bright. But what about the Big Bang Theory song, then? Doesn't that say our whole universe was in a dark space? I don't... I'm going to let you in on a secret. And you must promise never to share this to anybody else. Yes. The writers of the Big Bang Theory theme song... Yes. ...were lying... They knew more than they let on. It's just not possible. They, most of it they did for the rhyme. They needed to keep meter in the song. You can't have you can't possibly have a song that's that deliberately unfunny without Excuse you <laughs> Now I am insulted. What a treat of a song that is. Oh. It is up there as one of the greatest theme songs. Uh, um I- I'm sorry. Let me list them off. The top three theme songs of all time. Number three, Counting Counting App, Big Bang Theory, theme song. You clearly haven't seen much television. Number two, I've seen all television. Number two is that show with, um, what's his name? <laughs> Matthew Perry. <laughs> oh, um, I'll be there for No, 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 no. The one he did later in like 2012. I think it was called Get On. Oh, yes. Yes, he, he was like a radio guy and he had like a support group. And instead of having a theme song, they just played like a tar riff. That's the number two, is that song. Where oh. now? Get on. <laughs> and number one, of course, is... Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. But here's the thing. It does not top my number one. The apple of my eye, the song to which we all must hear and breathe life into the call of humanity, as it were. Take a guess. I've got nothing, so take a guess and I'll say yes or no. <laughs> um. <laughs> please, please, for the love of God, take a guess. <laughs> um, uh, Forty Towers. Forty Towers. I do not know that one. Keep guessing, quicker. I'll, I'll tell you when you get it. Not Forty Towers. Um, um, um. Two and a half men. Two and a half men. Da, da, da. No, it's two on the news because we were already talking about the Big Bang Theory. Come on, quicker, quicker. Come on. Just uh, say shows. Uh, they don't even be um, good. Uh, they don't even need a theme song. Um, um, X-Files. X-Files. No. Keep going. Uh, Blue Healers. Blue Healers. Yes, it's that. Yes. Blue Healers, number one with a bullet. <laughs> Do you have any idea what the theme song to Blue Healers is? I have no idea. <laughs> it's like ding, ding, ding. It's like a... Like a Ooh, sounds good. Um, country and West... <laughs> Country and Western Police. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like it deserves number one, top of the billing. <laughs> you are correct. Well, it's good that we're able to have this live chat as we're talking about murder, because it's probably now time for me to give you the big reveal. Maddie, was it? Was it Maddie? I keep saying Maddie. Tammy. 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 Tam. You are dead. Tim Tam. You were de- you spoke over it, but you were dead. I'm dead. Yes. I, I pulled you from the moment of your deceasement and brought you onto this show. What? Yes, you must have died within the Big Brother house, I suppose. Did they televise my funeral? Ah, uh, I don't. <laughs> I guess we can get to that later. Um, I'll have to look at the old records and see what probably happened. Uh, you know, we don't know the details. Who killed me? 
Did Gary kill me? Did Gus kill me? Well, I don't... Look, this is your death. You experienced it. I pulled you there at the moment of your death. So I guess we're, we're going to discuss it and figure out how exactly you died. Together. Okay. You know, we'll support each other through it. We'll figure it out together. But yes, you do... Do you want to play, play a clip? No, we do it at the final... The last moments of the show is we play the clip of your mo- final moments. But before we get to that, we do always play a game. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Just to lighten the mood, you know. You get the big... Re- are you okay, though? Let me check in. Are you okay? <laughs> this has been a rollercoaster of immersion. Oh, wonderful. But you're doing fine. I'm doing fine. Okay, wonderful. Fantastic. We'll play a game. Okay. I can't believe I couldn't think of any other theme songs apart from Blue <laughs> the, Look, the fact that your mind is focused on that instead of that you've just perished is honestly a testament <laughs> to your lack of focus. <laughs> I'm very content. I live my life fully, so I'm, ha- I'm happy to go. Let us play this game. It is called Last Search and Tweetstament. Yes. So what we do now is we swap cellular devices. Yes. And we go over each other's last three searches. Yes. Yes. So let me, uh, I will uh, I will take your cellular device, thank you very much. Yes. And I will give you my concept of technology. And now we shall take it in turns to say each other's last searches. You begin. My third last search. I'm growing an ear out of my abdomen. Yes, okay. Yes, yes, this is actually pretty, this is a pretty embarrassing one. Um, <clears throat> I've started to mutate very much like the end of Akira. You knew at the end of Akira where he gets like really big and starts, you know, weird shit starts happening. Is I've started to Akira yes. myself just to test it out. To see if the science checks out. I've also been testing the motorcycle skid, but I don't hear people talking about that. Oh. So yes, I have an ear growing out of my abdomen. It is going pretty well. It cannot hear, but it can see, which confuses me. But... You know, we'll see how it that sounds goes. like you're trying to clone yourself. You know, like Dolly the sheep. Oh, sheep's are back on the mind. Sheep's never left my mind. Yes, helps one get to sleep. Sheep's on the mind, jumping the fence. Let me search. It's let me- interesting that you were saying sheep's and not sheep. Sheep. But anyway, that's that's besides sheep. Sheep. Let me let me look at your third last search. How to get away with murder? Yes, well, I found out the answer to that. Your third last search was how to get away with murder and you found out the answer. Why were you searching this? What was going on? Well, I was just trying to help Gaz. Oh, Gaz approached you and said, I want to get away with the big one. Yes. And what results came up besides the TV show and hit novel? Well, I was going to say the first thing that you have to do is watch the show. Of course. What a theme song, by the way. Yes. (laughs) Yes. If only I could have remembered it. I have no idea. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, And then... And then the next thing that you have to do is go into the black spot of a house. It says to go inside of a black spot. Yes. It actually mentions the Big Brother house, such as the cultural phenomenon that I'm a part of. How does WikiHow do it every time? Every single time I'm trying to figure out something, WikiHow is the perfect image and explanation. Every single time. Yes. And it's almost like it's been listening to me because, like, I did go and talk about murder in a black spot in the Big Brother house. And then exactly, that's, that's what, what it told up. me to do. That's actually the, you know, that's actually probably what's going to come up with my own searches as you're going to go, do me, do me next. Do my last search. My second last search. How to get over a fear of the sun. Yeah, so this one was rather problematic. Um, look, I'm a being who exists beyond all space, time and reason. And there's only one thing I fear in all of reality. And it is the opportunity for offspring. I'm afraid. That in some complicated manner, 
I shall birth a child. And this son, my heir, will eventually do something to me to overthrow my rule. Not that I'm needing anything, but overthrow my ability to continue to exist. Also, I'm afraid of big stars. I guess there's two fears. I'm also afraid of big stars. They tell you not to look at them as if, like, why would they tell me not to look at that? They must be up to something. Frightening. Is that because your skin is so pale and so you're afraid of getting burnt? Incredibly or- rude. Incredibly rude, I might use my lounge. You're talking about my skin? This is a scientific question. Tammy! Fupa! Let me say your second last search. <clears throat> Let me bring it up here. <clears throat> How to escape from the Big Brother house. Tammy, explain. What can I say? I, w- I wanted to follow Gaz's advice and start a comedy career. Why did you try to escape specifically? Why, like... That's your way out? Well, you see, um, I'm so popular in this house that um, I was worried that even if I voted myself out, that that wouldn't be enough because too many people would attempt to save me because I'm the best character in the house. Yes, of course. And people like to keep the villain around. Like, they, they like the drama. Of course, that's why the Green Goblin keeps surviving pumpkin bomb explosions. Exactly. Because you got to keep him around. He's got to be up there on his glider terrorizing the town. Exactly. Yes, I understand that. Do me next. Do my one. My final one. Raspberry-flavored Freddo frogs. Yes. How do I best explain this? I wanted to imagine what it would be like to get pregnancy cravings. Ooh. <laughs> I was afraid of having a son, you see. Or seeing the son. Yes, I was... I was going to say, you have a lot of um, concerns about birth at the moment. Do you have anything that you need to express in this forum? I mean, as I meant, thank you for, I mean, this is a safe space to be able to talk through this. Thank you so much for offering up this um, this opportunity as a whole. Yes, I mean, I did mention I was afraid of birthing a child, but my other half of myself kind of wants to experience some of the fun of it. Pregnancy cravings, giant belly... Strangers putting their hands on me, you know? Like, there's a lot of things that I don't really get to do often. You know, one of the best ways to get into big belly is just by drinking a lot of beer. Do you drink a lot of alcohol? It does not affect me. Not to completely negate your entire, like, premise and, like, help. But, no, I drink. And here's the thing, I still drink a lot. Despite it doing nothing to me, I do not like the taste. I'm still, like, following that high. My body is addicted to the beer, but I get nothing out of it. Do you speak differently, though? When I you drink. You might not get drunk. I Look, listen to me right now. I speak differently accent. constantly. All the time I have a different yeah. accent. <laughs> Very little consistency. <laughs> Regardless of drinking or not drinking, I'm always talking differently. <laughs> <laughs> now, please, I shall give you your final one. Yes. Perhaps most revealing of your death. Differences between Big Brother House and prison. Yes. Hum. Interesting. Well, because I've got used to the Big Brother house and just saying what's on my mind. Yes. I was I was worried that I would let slip that Gaz had murdered someone on the Gaza Strip. And so even though I didn't do it, I was worried that I'd be like an accomplice because I kept, kept the secret for quite a while and I didn't go to the police straight away. So you were trying to mentally prepare yourself for the inevitability of the prison cell experience. Yes. What did you learn? Like, what did WikiHouse say? Well, WikiHouse said that 
the food isn't as nice. Of course. Um, I don't have 24-7 uh, access to a counsellor who talks like everything is very dramatic. Mm. How about the Friday night challenges? How do they differ? There's a, there's a lot more um, nakedness. Yes, in which one? And a lot more fear. In which one? <laughs> in prison. In prison, okay. It could go either way, honestly. I'm not sure. Yes, yes. I, I see that now. How do you get immunity in prison? Are there moles? Um, there is moles, I believe. There are moles. Uh, yes. but, but you just have to, you have to make friends with all of the people that have the scariest nicknames. Of course. And get on their good Give side. me five of your favourites. Well, uh, well, of course, there's Jonesy. Jonesy. There's Lightning Thief. Lightning Thief. Now, that's, that's not even... That's too long to be... A, nobody should be nicknamed something that long. Nicknames should be short syllables, but uh, I digress. Continue. There's there's Blue Balls. Blue Balls, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's Red Face. Red Face. A lot of colours in uh, parts of the body. Yes. And um, there's there's Duna Cover. Duna Cover? Mm-hmm. Perhaps called Suchley because of some sort of incident involving a Duna Cover? Yeah, yeah. I believe that once he strangled people with um with the feathers that come out of the Duna Cover. Absolutely horrific. With the feathers? Yes, yes. But they are light and jovial. Yeah, but the, yeah, but the feathers can get into your mouth and you can choke on them. Of course. He said it was an accident, but no. Wait, how did you meet these people? Wait, you got to prison? Well, I, I've just been mentally preparing myself. So oh, these are people I that you've constructed that. in your mind, Pettis. Well, obviously. It's, it's horrific how, like, ready you are to die. Well, like, not to die to go to prison, but as we did learn, you did perish. And we're still yet to learn exactly how you did perish. You tried to break out of the Big Brother house. Yes. And somewhere along that journey with Gears... You perished. Yes. Right. What do you think it was? What do you remember? I just remember going outside and not being able to cope with there being no cameras around me. Oh, my God. I believe, and I I think we're about the time now where we play the final clip. I believe we have a clip. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hello. Tommy. Tommy, you made it out with me. It's it's guys. Hi. 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 What? Where are the cameras? There's no cameras. We're here. We're free. Where's... We can do whatever we want. Where's the audience? There's no audience. It's just us. I'm your audience, Tam. Where are the producers? The producers are nowhere to be found. We're free. We can do whatever we want. We can kill whoever we want, Tammy. Where are the producers? Tammy, calm down. You're being unseemly. You're being a bit much, Tammy. It's hard to deal with you when you're like this. Tammy... How about we do some breathing exercises, Tammy, okay? No. Where's where's my audience? Let's do some breathing. No, calm down. Let's do some breathing exercises. You repeat after me, okay? I am unseen. I am... I am nothing to no one. I am nothing to no one. I am free with the world. I am free. To the world, say it. To To the world? Yeah. And now, this is an important one that you're going to have to say, okay? Okay. And I trust Gary. And I trust Gary. Okay. I'm going to need you to test whether that fence is electric. Yeah, we've made it through most of this. 
and I didn't expect there to be a fence, and I'm unsure if it's electric, and, you know, I got metal teeth, so... I must trust Gary. You must trust Gary. So we're going to test whether the fence Wait. is electric. Wait here. Okay. okay, I'll stand back here. You go ahead. No! Okay, definitely electric. Are you okay, Tammy? And I believe that was the clip. Wow. What a recording. I can't believe Gary had me trust him. He's honestly like a real villain there. I was really trying to hope for some sort of heel turn where something different would happen. But, I mean, the inevitability of you dying kind of led it to, like, how can we make this a positive narrative and I could not figure out anything besides you just, like, dying by an electric fence. Yes. Yes, pretty sad altogether. I can't believe that they showed that on TV. I mean, I imagine, like, that sort of thing happens, you air it, right? Like the Truman Show. Surely there's some sort of legislation against showing an actual death on TV. Perhaps after. You know, you get to do everything once, and then you do the legislation. I don't think they've showed somebody die from an electric fence before, so you're the first. Now it's banned. Do you think that we'll win a Logie? Do you- you're still focused on this? Okay, well this is gonna- This is gonna hopefully answer the last question I ask of all my guests. Yes? Did your life have meaning? Temperate mate, bring in the camera, quickly. Zoom in on her- on her face. Well... Of course. Yes. I mean... I think so. I avenged my mother's honour by being famous in the way that she she wanted to be and didn't get to be. Temperately, where have you gone? No, please continue. Please continue talking about your mother and the fish and whatnot. Temperately, why are you going up into the rafters? Please, no, no, continue. Please continue talking about your tragedy and whatnot. Well, I... I think that I did my mother proud. Temperately. I think that... What are you doing with that sandbag? I think that I... I think that I showed that people can be ex-reality shows, ex-reality TV stars. Tent, be careful that, what you're doing. And that's a perfect, like, profession to choose. You don't need anything else in your life. You can just be an ex-reality TV star. So sad. So you say yes, no? What, what do we decide on? I think yes. My life did have meaning. Your life did have meaning, despite it not. I mean, definitely didn't. But you're saying it did. Because I was the only one that heard Gaz's murder confession. I suppose you exist as some sort of vessel to relay information. Yes, clearly that makes my life unique. Nobody else in the history of the world, much less the Big Brother house, heard that confession. You're as important as a book. Yes. Or some sort of reed that somebody had carved onto. Or some sort of sexy Polynesian vase. Yes. Yes. Not that anybody would have a sexy Polynesian bears. Where did Ted Brentley go? I'm not sure. He seems to have disappeared somewhere into the rafters. But look, now let's really focus on you and me here. Okay, well, more specifically you, I suppose. But me, if we could really get time for it, my son, things, we can maybe wrap that up. You've said that your life had meaning, saying that you're some sort of mm -hmm. book or Polynesian bears or whatnot. Yes, whatnot. Whatnot. I think it might be beneficial for us to play one final clip. Yes. We don't usually do this. Usually we finish on the final, final clip. But I think I'd like to of play course. something that shows something a little bit light. We've had a lot of very dark guests. Perhaps it's because I announced to the person halfway through that they are to perish that the episodes tend to be very dark in nature. But actually there is some information that I think you might get out of this that might make you feel like your life had a little bit more meaning. Yes. 
I'm about to play a clip for you of your fans. Play the clip. Okay, I'll stand back here. You go ahead. Oh my god, did you just say that? He just put, he just made her go into the electric fence. Tammy, Tammy, <laughs> like she's so brave. She just did it. Like she just did it. She didn't even care. She just went right into it. And it was like, I don't know. It was like female power. I feel like even though it was a man forcing a woman into an electric fence, it's like female power, you know? What do you think? I think she's truly a heroic person for our time. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm enamored with her. Like I wanna, I wanna buy a figure of her. I wanna buy a shirt. I wanna buy like, what's her catchphrase? What's like her big catchphrase? Do you think? I can't even remember anymore. Sure, I'll do that for you. <laughs> yeah, and there's like her approaching the electric fence. That's tasteful. That's like really nice. I could wear that to a rally. You know how some people have, um, have. Posters of like S Club Seven, Hanson Five, um, yes, Delta Goodrum, Kylie Minogue on their wall. Yeah, I'm sensing just Tammy. Tammy, single like Zendaya, you know, singular name. Yes, Tammy. Yeah, I mean, if if we really wanted to be crude about it, we could have the background be an electric fence. Oh yeah, and then she's just standing there like a Wonder Woman, just going caught. Like she doesn't even care about the fence, is the thing. No, like she she doesn't even care that it eventually killed her. Look, I look. I mean, both of us we work in marketing and whatnot. I think maybe we start our own company designated to Tammy, and we just start getting the word out. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, I was so afraid you were going to say no, but you saying yes is like I'm freaking out inside. Like this is it. I think I think it's all about you know hugging the cactus. Like, yes. if bad things happen, sort of embracing them. That's what I've always... I mean, that's... I mean, you have always said that. And it's why you've lost so many relatives. Because all of them, you've said that advice to, and each of them have gone out into the desert and hugged a cactus. And so far... And it hasn't ended very well. Yeah, so far, <laughs> 0 for 12. Is you've lost 12 people yeah. in your life. Pretty much... It's actually pretty similar to Gary up there. It's pretty similar parallels between you. That means if you're Gary, then I'm Tammy. Yeah. Yeah? You think so? Yeah. You could be the hero of your own story. Wow. Okay, let's pinky promise. Let's pinky, bring yeah. out your pinky. Let's lock them together. Okay. I promise. Say it with me now, in tandem. We're both thinking the same thing. I know we're thinking the same thing. I, I promise, promise to, to always be, be, to be, here. Brave. Brave. Here and brave. Uh, yeah. Here and brave. Here and brave. When discussing hugs. Hugging. Hugging. Hugs. Hugs and hugging of cacti. Cacti. Yes. Cacti. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page. I think we're going to do this. I think we're going to do it. Pinky promise. Pinky again? And that was the clip. You do have fans. What fans, but you have fans. I have fans. Did you see how much they they just appreciated my star quality? Yes, they seem to be in completely enamored with the idea of a female lead who took control of the situation by murdering by getting murdered on an electric fence.
I feel like it is one of my life's greatest injustices that I did not see my fans. Mm, neither did Van Gogh. Ooh, he was ahead of his time. Yes. He was an artist not appreciated in his own time. And I, I was mostly appreciated after my death. Okay, so you're saying you're happy? I'm happy. You're happy. Okay, I just want one guest to say that they're happy. We got it on record. Thank you. I just want one guest to say they're happy, happy just so I can feel a little bit better about myself because we've got we've had a lot of very sad sacks come through. I'm happy. Okay, now I'm going to return you to the moment of your death and you're going to die now. So, yes. Um, goodbye. Bye. Wonderful. Okay, I think that was a wonderful production. What do you think, Tent? Oh, where's Tent gone? I forgot. He went somewhere inside the rafters. Hmm. I feel like I kind of dropped the narrative thread of, uh, wanting to kill Tent through some sort of means or, uh, ways. I suppose I kind of back-channeled that and forgot about it. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and, uh, what is that sound above me? Oh, no! Oh! Oh, no! Tent has pinned me with some sort of sanding bag! Tent Brentler, you dastardly devil! Are you kidding me? I say that I am to kill you, so you try to kill me. <laughs> Perhaps you and I are more similar than I thought, Ted Fredlair. <laughs> I think what Tammy has taught me in its entirety. By the way, Ted Fredlair, you get down. You cannot kill me. I mean, good attempt. Honestly, good attempt. Getting up there with the sandbags. I was a little bit sideswiped, but I cannot die. So, I mean, I don't know what your entire objective is. It's like you never listen to the show. You're here all the time and you're not even listening. What Tammy has taught me is that sometimes we find unlikely friends. And sometimes we need to accept the people that are placed into our lives wholeheartedly. Forget the things that they've done, the equipment they do not seem to know how to manage, the contracts they belligerently signed back when and now forced to be your talk show host acquaintance. Ten Brentley, I will no longer try to kill you. And to you, I assume the same feather is returned. Although, I mean, you cannot kill me. Anyway, yeah, that's about the end of the episode. I do believe, I do believe, though, I do have one final recording. It seems to be the exit interview from the uh, Big Brother house. The final little part where they say goodbye. You know, the pre-recorded thing where they say goodbye to the house and whatnot. And I believe in this recording is somebody's plugs. So let me just play that right now. I would like to say thank you to the Big Brother house. Um... Thank you for having me. Uh, I would like to especially thank Gaz and say that he did not—he did not kill anybody at all. That was all made up. Um, and I hope that he doesn't get in trouble for it. Are there any websites you'd like to direct somebody to? Oh yes, I'd like to direct somebody to my blog, which is um, blankspagesandemptyspaces.com. Um, and there is some of my impro work on there as well. Wow, a whole manner of things. Thank you so much, Plug Clip. Very helpful there. I'm also realising that I've recorded a few of these now where I've not plugged myself at all, so perhaps I should give some sort of way to find any other content. Uh, an individual... May, may, Ooh, still going. May I lead you into that? Oh, wonderful, yes, I'd love that. And as the host, I, I, I realise that you haven't pl- plugged yourself. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Yes, thank you to record pre-recorded message. With really, um, a lot of hindsight in this recording, knowing they would be you know, anywhere. Uh, yes, I'd like to uh, like to just say head on over to bigtalkboys.com where you can get other episodes of this show. Probably I haven't sorted out how this is being distributed, but you can find a weekly show on there featuring Alexander Klaus and a bunch of other variety of content, 
including other improvised work and whatnot, some scripted, some written, some songs, something, I don't know, it's a whole mess of junk that's just all thrown up on there. Um, and I believe that is everything. And I know in previous episodes I kind of wishy-washied around trying to figure out exactly how to end the episode, but I think I finally got it, Ted, okay? You play the crowd, they're cheering, thank you, yes, they're cheering, that comes up. And then what we play is the music. So the music comes in at this point. So now we have the crowd and the music play, at which point the episode should come to a natural close. But I suppose, again, because I'm saying what I want you to do, then now I'm just talking, and now probably the song is ending, and I'm still talking. So, how about we start again? I'm going to say to play, I'm going to say to play the crowd, play the crowd. Now you start playing the song, and then this is it, and I'll, I'll stop talking. Get on. Um, hi, can I get a big tall boy? 